Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! And we're live. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? What's up? This is a, a nice spot to be in. Patriots sliding into the bye week with a winning record finally this season. Five and four yep. at the midpoint in the season. Now they get a chance to breathe. And uh, it comes on the heels of a 26-3 dismantling of the Indianapolis Colts. A game that offensively, at least, Patriots played like garbage, but... Uh, they were able to get a convincing win. What do, what do you guys take away? I mean, first quarter, scoreless, goes into the second quarter. Basically, the block punt seemed to open things up uh, score-wise. Neither team was was good offensively. Neither team could overcome any negative plays. Patriots have nine sacks. They knocked the Colts into some difficult situations, and we see, we see how it plays out. Ryan, what were you looking for in this game? What was your main takeaway? Well, I mean, obviously, the defense was fantastic. Um, the Colts, pretty inept. Uh, their offensive line was horrible. Our defensive line was getting pressure with, with three, four guys. Um, all the down linemen were getting in there, making plays. Uh, Judon, fantastic. I mean, what a what a great game he had. Uh, was it three sacks? And then Uche, yeah. kind of a uh, coming out party. Another three sacks. Just uh, fantastic from a, a defensive point of view. And I didn't think special teams was great, but you had a couple huge plays um, by the special teams unit. Um, Marcus Jones had a nice kickoff return. Uh, yeah, and then um, the blocked punt by Jonathan Jones. Uh, that was huge. So, you know, it's offensively, it's kind of more of the same. We're a mess. We don't know what what we want to do. We, we can't seem to get in any kind of good position to move the ball. Um, looking very predictable, I would say. Uh Shaq Leonard, two weeks in a row, defensive linebackers calling out our plays. Belichick even acknowledging that in the um, ridiculous, like, yeah, cheerily acknowledging that, like, oh yeah, that's kind of just a thing. But they got to do a better job of disguising. Um, way too much eleven personnel for me. Uh, very predictable on first down. They run far too often on first down. Um, uh, again, offensive line horrible. Um, and you're just kind of telegraphing these plays, and, and they know what we're doing, and it's it's pretty straightforward. We can't do anything. Mac Jones looks uncomfortable. There's a lot to unpack there, but um, I thought defensively was fantastic. You know, you can't get any better than that. Yeah. I, I mean, to your point on a lot of those things, defense is dominant. Our, uh, you know, I got to say our front four, our pass rush, um, whatever combination of guys is starting to be an absolute – problem for everybody i know their offensive line on the Colts is pretty bad um and you know ellinger is a new quarterback doesn't really know what's going on but they dismantled them they're missing uh jonathan taylor too which is a big loss for them both teams are missing players it is what it is at this point but we we made them look like fools our secondary is looking to take you know taking advantage of the pressure up front which is nice to see as well um, so defensively, you know, I think a lot better than I expected at this point. You got Barmore coming back, hopefully after the bye or close to it, uh, which will just add another step to the whole defensive line and defense in general. So they're kicking ass. I definitely met or exceeded my expectations there. Offensively is 
you know, the opposite, like Ryan was saying, offensive line is just bad. I actually did like the combination when they put, um, they put win at left guard for a little bit. And I thought, and Kajust at right tackle. And that seemed like when strangers out of there, um, and Kajus was at right tackle. Wind seemed a little better inside. I don't know if you guys saw the same thing, but I at least noticed that it was a little more consistent and the pressures that were coming weren't as, you know, all over the place, untouched. Uh, Max got to play better for sure, but, you know, calling out the plays and losing, having so many negative plays on offense, it's, it's hard to overcome. And, and you know, our, our offense only scored 19 in a game where they had, I don't know what the time of possession was, but we must have had the ball, it seemed like, the whole game. They had so many three and outs. Um, you know, Ramondre Stevenson continues to be the best, one of the best players, if not the best player on the team. So that's good. But downfield passing attack, I mean, is Matt Patricia, is this is this what we, our worst fears here, you know? <laughs> maybe i mean is he failing more as the offensive coordinator or as or as the offensive line coach exactly the the fact that you have to ask the question is rough like <laughs> oh is which one's worse i mean it's like they're both bad and you're in charge of both of them so how does that look yeah well the thing is the uh, the offensive line performing the way it is that's going to sink your ship every single year no team overcomes i guess the Bengals. i mean just just right last year horrendous offensive line they go to the super bowl so i i ended my point right there <laughs> but we went into this game talking about a, a quarterback making his second career start against belichick with the defense that at least in in the pass rush has been firing on all cylinders in recent weeks matthew judon 11 and a half sacks leads the nfl in sacks by a margin of three yeah Pretty nobody ridiculous. else is in double digits he's mm-hmm. skyrocketing to the top of the list for defensive player of the year at this point um and then offensively this was kind of a tale of one team was uh average <laughs> no i can't even say that look we were passing we averaged four yards less than four yards per attempt passing which is terrible yeah, was now the colts averaged just over one yard per attempt so that looks good in comparison but it really all comes down to for me that you had Belichick on one side and really no great defensive mind on the other side. And we had Ramondre and they didn't have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have the numbers in front of me as far as how many times Ramondre has been hit in the backfield and he's able to get yards anyway. He's an absolute stud. I think he's got, I think he's a superstar running back. If they could just get some blocking in front of him and especially when they have a lead blocker, he had two of his longest, uh, runs of the game. Um, yeah, fullbacks look like a big that. It's almost like, why, did, why do we not have a fullback on the roster? What are we yeah. trying to do? It's like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. You know, um, I would love to see them bring back some kind of fullback. Um, we're in way too much 11. Get some, you know, get some different formations in there. Get someone in the backfield with him. I mean, obviously, there's someone in the backfield it feels like on every play and not just running like people are just exploding off the line beating guys like ference cole strange your your number one pick in the first round is getting benched i mean when you take a guard in the first round he needs to play and he needs to be in and you shouldn't even really think about it um you know i'm just i just feel like a broken record here with this offensive line yeah and on wenu is 
remarkable. I mean, an 86.4 on PFF. Um, uh, just surrounded by guys that aren't doing their fucking job at all. So it's yeah. it's frustrating because you're kind of wasting that guy. Um, and, and Good that, news. Go ahead. Good news, David Andrews back at practice today. So yeah, things huge. are yeah. looking up in the center that's of that huge, offensive man. line. I think that affected yeah. Cole Strange and, the most. I think we're seeing the dip of his play the last two games because it seems, you know, Andrews is out. Like you said, Ryan, like he's been, he's got to play. And the fact that they had to bench him, it's like, that's not good. So hopefully the fact that Andrews is there kind of teaching him the plays, telling you know, helping him when to block who, and I don't know, maybe it's a mental thing. Maybe he likes double teaming him. Ference has not played well. I feel like they overestimated his ability to come in as, um, you know, similar to as we've had these, these, you know, interior guys that can move across the line like we had last year. What I'm forgetting his name as usual, who went to the Bengals. Ted Karras. Karras, thank you. Um, like, it seems like we figured, oh, he'll be that good. And he's not that good. He's actually not very good at all. So, well, this is it's a strange thing because we've seen all of these offensive linemen play well in the past. So, it's what's the common denominator here? We've seen Mac Jones play well in the past. Um, the tight ends were okay in this game, I thought. Um, the receivers, I mean, other than Myers, you tell me who's who's playing better than last year. No one, right? I mean, no right one. now it's Ramondre on Winu. And, and Myers and everybody else looks terrible. So what's the common denominator here? You know, it's, it's, it's coaching, it's scheme, it's yeah. being predictable. It's, you know, guys just not knowing what, what they're doing, how to help on the offensive line. Um, it's scary. It's scary, man. I, I don't know if they get this ironed out over the bye. Uh, you know, you, you hope so, but I mean, I'm not feeling very confident about it. And, the defense, it's hard for a defense to carry a team. You know, it's you got to play turnover free. You got to move the ball, control the clock a little bit. Yeah. You know, and and we're lucky we have Folks too because he's been just locked down, making what it, has he missed one field goal this year? Was is that it? He yeah, missed one. So. Yeah, and it was his first miss. I think inside fifty yards in inside like three 50. years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. You can't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just for me, it's coaching. Yeah. I, mean, coaching, I, right? I completely, I completely agree with you, right? I mean, you're talking about players not improving. I mean, Bourne looks like a shell of himself when the last second half of last season, he looked like he was shot out of a cannon with all the confidence in the world. And now it's like, you barely notice him on the field. Aguilar seemed like he was coming along in training camp. We were hoping for more from him. He was playing the whole game and you barely saw him. Might as well not have been on the field because I don't remember really one significant play that he wasn't even a part of. Uh, you talk about Hunter Henry, you know, in this game, last couple weeks, you know, maybe he's got started to get going a little bit. Four receptions for 50 yards, leading leading the receiving yards in this past game. Not bad, but, you know, you look at his stats last year where he had a bad opening season. It took him probably five or six games to get him going, and then, they re- and then he scored a touchdown in I don't know how many straight games. We're having severe issues in the red zone, which is the most concerning to me that we can't convert field goals to touchdowns ever. Here's a guy last year, he had nine touchdowns throughout the season. We're halfway through this one and he's got one. 
and I can't remember, you know, more than one or two times where he's even sniffed a receipt, a, a legitimate reception in the end zone. You know, I don't know what they're, it doesn't seem like our offense is building towards anything. It doesn't seem like we're setting up plays and scheming things. It seems, you know, I think I heard someone else say it, um, you know, on some football show where basically we're not scheming or, you know, we're, we're scheming like defensive coordinators. We're trying to attack the offense or their defense the whole time, but not ever really taking into account like, Oh, your guy does this well. Yeah, that's what you want to do, but if your guy can't do that, it's not going to work. It doesn't matter if that's the weakness. If you can't attack it, you know, you got to sometimes do what works for your guys, and it doesn't seem like we're doing that at all because no one's succeeding. Yeah. JJ, you're depressing us. It's, you're driving us to, to crack beers here. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just worried because Matt, <laughs> Mac Jones looks worse. I mean, he he didn't throw an interception this game, which was nice, but he doesn't re- – like, this should have been a game with a normal quarterback or a normal offense, I should say. Jo- even Josh McDaniels, who I have shit on m- many times and will continue in this show shitting on him after last weekend. But a game like this would have been, you know, 40-3. to three. Like, we would have scored a couple touchdowns. Maybe our conversion rate from field goals to touchdowns would have been great, but we barely did it at all in this game. And Mac. Like I, you know, I okay. I don't want to blame it too much on him. It's coaching. Pissed at the coaching. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, yeah. let me let me uh, do a little of the other side for a minute. Um, right. In this game, we talked last week about how how did the Patriots lose this game? I mentioned before Sam Ellinger second start. Colts kind of reeling, not looking good this year. How do they? How do the Patriots lose this game? They do it by turning the football over, which they didn't do. So maybe you have a more conservative approach. You don't, you know, especially after the first quarter, the whole first half, you are dominating the Colts' offense. I, they had, do you remember they kept showing these stats? It was like it was like one total yard. They, they had got nine like eight, yards eight possessions, negative one yard, nine yards at the so, half, I believe. Your strategy should be as conservative as possible. Do not give them an easy easy ride. That's one side to it. Yeah, I get uh, that. The other side, there was a stretch. I think I believe it was in the second quarter because that's when things started to get rolling where we figured out offensively that we needed to attack the perimeter. So the first thing we needed to get outside those defensive ends because DeForest Buckner was owning our offense. And so they started that drive. They threw a like a tight end hook screen to Jonu Smith. It was a good good play up the middle. Yep. Then they ran a jet sweep. Then they ran a toss sweep to Ramondre. And all of a sudden we're over the 50 yard line and we ended up getting points on that drive. So that was one point where they did that. I don't know if they ever went hurry up in this game, but that's something that they seemed to figure out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Where right. that could be another tool in the toolbox going forward. There's a couple things that are good. And I I completely agree with you guys. I think the and everybody's making fun of it. Dan Arlovsky's going all over Twitter being all like, This is the, the worst. This is not even NFL professional football. He's not wrong. I mean, he's not exactly. wrong at all. It's- you know, it's when 20 percent of our plays against the Jets uh, went backwards. Thirty eight point five in this in this game were negative or for no yards. That's unheard of. And um, they're calling out your plays so, on top of everything. <laughs> yeah, there's no disguise whatsoever. It's very predictable. I mean, I I feel like a broken record, but it's you know we did some good things. I like the hurry up. Uh, you got to start 
coming up with different ways to 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 move the ball because this um, eleven personnel first down running the ball, um, it's it's and especially right through the middle, it's it's yeah. not getting anywhere. There's guys coming right through the middle of the line, and you know when I will say when um, Jones threw the ball on first down, I think he was five for five with thirty nine yards and a first down, which is not horrible. You know we'll we'll take that, but yeah. more more passing on first down, please. You know, and then. Maybe you can get three, four yards, and we can use Ramondre after that. You know what I mean? Or, or Harris. I like J.J. Taylor. It was nice to see him. He had a little juice when he came in the game. Um, mm-hmm. Nice little player. I know uh, Devontae Parker was out. That's a big, you know, that's that's a loss. Decent loss. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't know what's going on with Kendrick Bourne. It looks like Max got guys downfield. He's not seeing them. He's settling for checkdowns. He gets any kind of pressure, and he goes down way too easily. By the way, if he f- if he gets touched, it just feels like he's feeling the pressure. He's seeing ghosts, and he's he's doing the pitter patter feet like like he's not confident. Used to do back in the day, it's tough to watch, man. It's tough to watch. You can tell his confidence is shaken. He's been told not to throw interceptions like crazy, not turn over the ball, and it looks like it's affecting him. Um. I, I just I just hate this. Um, I hate where we're at with the offense right now. I think. Yeah. We defensively. Defensively. Defensively, it should be noted, the the Pats defense held the Colts to zero for fourteen in third down conversions. Yeah. That's zero for fourteen, Incredible. and additionally, an zero for two on fourth down. Absolutely. And which you know what the result of that is? They fire their head coach. Yeah, which is crazy. And I mean, they have what? They have. Fox and Gus Bradley in their in their coaching system, and they decide to hire Jeff Saturday. Unbelievable! The old center, yeah, which from outside, an ESPN analyst or it whatever feels he is. Feels like a tank. Yeah, that's a tank job. Yeah, doesn't it feel like we're just trying to tank now? We realize that we don't have anything going forward at quarterback, specifically Matt Ryan's yep. old um, Sam Ellinger. I mean, it doesn't look like he can really play, does it? Um, offensive line's terrible. You're going to get someone killed. I, mean, I can't believe that it's it was Reich instead of Ballard. And we were texting about this, but Ball- like Reich's had him in playoff contention potentially every year without a quarterback the last, what, three, four years. They've been, you know, always creeping on, on the playoffs with the worst quarterbacks, and that's who Ballard gives Reich. He's like, go out there with Carson Wentz. I'm going to trade away our team for him. Well, you know, you know, Reich asked for Carson Wentz after their time together in Philadelphia. He did. You know, Chris Ballard didn't just trade for Carson Wentz and go, hey, by the way, Frank, here's your new Christmas gift. Okay. All right. But still, the guy's done well. Reich with... was in on that. Okay. Fair. I'm wrong there. Yeah, I think he was I a good coach. I, can... I don't know how much I could take from this as far as like, I, I've seen Frank Reich turn teams around and teams play hard. This team we saw on Sunday, they quit. They didn't want to play. You know, they, they realized they, they yeah. had no shot no, in this true. game. It's bizarre, too, because it's it's a team that has talent. It's not like a talent-deprived team. It's just their offensive line. I, I feel like that's going around the league. I've never seen so many good teams, teams that should be good. Um, Tampa Bay comes to mind. The Rams come to mind. Um, 
Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's another one. Um, the Patriots, just offensive line problems, you know, and they yeah. should be good. If they had any kind of average offensive line play, all those teams should be pretty good. So it's yeah. a weird thing. It's now off- another good thing, just a trend league-wide this year, is there are a bunch of teams with pretty dang good records that really don't have much on the offensive side of the football. The yeah. New York Giants come to mind immediately. The New York Jets, a team that we're looking up at in the standings, and we'll we'll get to see coming off our bye week. They're at six and three. They don't have much to to write home about offensively. You know, even the Tennessee Titans, we saw what they had to put out there on Sunday night, especially when they got Malik Willis at quarterback. I mean, that is a one dimensional oh, terrible if there's ever been one. Mm-hmm. So there are teams around the league, Dallas Cowboys, when they were winning with Cooper Rush at quarterback, there's People are winning games without that much offensively. Geno Smith is crushing it for Seattle right now. He's actually playing the best out of any of those quarterbacks. Well, it's doable in feels, this league. You can yeah. get into the playoffs. Yeah, they're they're the definitely not like scoring the points. Mediocre. The league feels so mediocre this year. It's like there's like three good teams, and everybody else is like, you can win any week, you know, yeah. or you can get crushed. Like Cincinnati, even for those. Example. Like last week, they look like they they weren't even an NFL team. This week, they come out and just dominate. Mixon has four touchdowns, and I don't even know how many yards. Five, five um, touchdowns, yeah. He had five touchdowns. Five. He had one receiving in addition to four oh, rushing. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's oh, bizarre. Yeah, big week. It's bizarre. And my fantasy team still week. lost. <laughs> oh my god, wow. you had him. Wow, that's brutal. Yeah. You must Jeez. Have some, that's some duds in Got there. Got some huh? stinkers out there. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know, um, what, though, five and four going into the bye. It's know, good. I would have been happy with this at the at the beginning of the season. You said hey, you're going to be five and four going to the bye. I would have been like, all right. I would like to be six and three. Would have been nice, but I didn't expect any more than that. So one game we lost. You know, with the shit that's going on on offense. And the reason I'm pissed about the offense is because, like you said, Sean, the defense is so fucking good right now that if your offensive yeah. line or your offense had anything going for it, you would easily be one of the best teams in the league because there's not a lot. As you guys were just saying, offensive line play is definitely down across the board. Points are way down in the NFL. If you had somewhat of a semblance of an offense right now that could score a couple touchdowns. I mean, when's the last time we've had three touchdowns in a game? Seems like a few weeks of like offensive production, putting a drive together and scoring, not, you know, getting the ball at the two on a punt block and scoring a touchdown there. I mean, it's great too, but you know, they got to, they got to really rip this thing apart um, over the bye and put it back together. Bill Belichick acknowledging again that we were getting, I can't believe we're the team that is getting their plays called out. You know, like, do you ever think we were going to get to there where the team is calling out our offensive plays? <laughs> I didn't think no, we'd ever get there. No, not like this. I didn't think we'd ever get yeah. there. So they'll have to do something about that. Gonna, I'm pretty excited to see what what Bill and company come up with. I am too. I think I doubt it's going to be that much. Uh, no, I don't think so. You don't think it's going to be anything? I think uh, we're going to see different and, offensive line. Maybe you know, maybe Win becomes the guard. Maybe Strange gets fucking redshirted the rest of the year, or it comes in as a backup. Something. If it works, it works. Right. Uh, there's... That's fine by me. I don't think Wynn did did well at right tackle. 
So finding a home for him on the inside, that might be good. If it's good for us, it's good for him and his potential future elsewhere after the year outside the organization. Yeah, and I thought that looked he pretty good. Like he's totally lost it. I don't know what's going on with him. I remember thinking he was pretty good a few years ago. Um, yeah, but no matter where you put him, he's now, miserable. He's, he's miserable too. They in the he, uh, in the interviews, he's like not happy. They said he always used to be like super nice and super like really easy to talk to. And this time, you know, <laughs> this year he is not the same guy. They said interviewing, which. I think he's pissed he didn't get paid. It's like, well, hey, that's the business, man. You got to play better. He's not going. He's get getting paid, paid like crazy. He's making ten million dollars this year. He's not going. He's not going to. You wanted the contract. Kind of, I mean, if yeah. he had gone to free agency two years ago, he would have made so much money. Um, yep. and now you got to put good stuff on tape, man. Otherwise, no one's going to want you. And and even as talent deprived as the league is on offensive line right now, I mean. People are going to put on the tape of this year with Isaiah Wynn and be like, oh, we'll pay you like $2 million a year. Maybe. You know? Yeah. yeah he's, he's not worth shit anymore. He's losing. You couldn't even trade him. You were trying to trade him. You probably you probably getting seventh round offers, you know? Yeah. Yep. That sounds about right. So the Pats go into the bye right now. Going to regroup, get a few days off, maybe reframe what they want this offense to look like, pare things down, focus Big on time, a, a couple other pieces. Uh, you'd like to see Nelson Aguilar. You see, uh, there's a lot of offensive weapons you'd like to see get more utilized. Uh, but most of all, you want Mac Jones to feel comfortable. So focus on that offensive line. Try to shore things up. I really like when they go Max Protect. They went Max Protect all the time with Bailey Zappi. Yeah. I thought it made him look comfortable. He put seven guys in protection. Gives him a, a better sense of security back there. I'm, I'm so, fine with that. We got two tight ends. Run some 12 personnel, right? Yep. Put Myers out there and... I mean, you could even bring in a fullback. You know, it's not that it's not that hard to find a fullback. I don't yeah. know if they make fullbacks anymore, like in college football. Are you just I mean, going to Wisconsin and being like, okay, give me your fullback. Wisconsin, like, <laughs> Georgia Tech, Navy. Georgia Tech. I, mean, <laughs> I think they fired that, that head coach that ran that Navy scheme at Georgia Tech. Hey, play John at fullback. You sure yeah. he can do it. Definitely. You know? I thought with that. we called for it in the summer. That's I'm what we figured was happening. When, not when just Madre's got a lead blocker. It's like okay, oh, we're it's unfair. Yards. We're 100 percent getting yards. You know, oh definitely. Yeah. And when Damien's at his best, it's with the lead blocker as well. Yeah. Okay, so we go into the bye week. Uh, it was actually a pretty dang good Sunday of football this weekend. We we called it on on the podcast last week. We were talking about the oddly enough the Atlanta Falcons game. That we were looking out for. Falcons, yeah. Chargers coming into town. Turns out it ended up being a really close game, as expected. Chargers are able to pull it out at the end, 20-17. to 17. Yep. Chargers are a team that, I mean, in terms of the standings, the Patriots are fighting for wild card spots with the Dolphins, Jets, Bengals, and Chargers. Three yeah, out of those five good. teams are going to be making the, making the playoffs as a wild card. Yeah. Chargers, I don't, I don't really know what to think about them. I know that I know they've they've gotten injured out the wazoo all season, but yeah. are they for real? I don't even know. Is it is it coaching again? Definitely coaching. Yeah, I, um, I, did, I think the Falcons are really interesting too, as well, because um, they have five losses, right? I think they're four and five. Four of them, they were in. They lost by 
let's see, they lost by three, six, one, uh, and four. It's like it could it could have got they're finding ways to lose games, which is you know the sign of a bad team. But I don't think they're that bad. You know they're kind of they've also won a couple games in very close fashion as well. Yeah, that's true. They play close games. I think they've only had like one real blowout, and that was to the Bengals, like thirty-five, seventeen. Um, but yeah, the Chargers, Chargers are banged up. They look like a different team, don't they? Yeah. They do. Yeah, it's it's not explosive. Once they get those two receivers out there, if they're able to pair them out there and both get healthy at the same time, totally different offense. Definitely yeah. with those two guys. Herbert's not okay. Uh, probably the most entertaining game, at least in the early slate. Miami going to Chicago, a game that we didn't really think too much about. Justin Fields puts on a goddamn show, ends up being NFC Offensive Player of the Week. They give the Dolphins everything they can handle, end up losing. Dolphins pull out the victory 35 32 in that game but justin fields went for like 170 yards on the ground he had three touchdowns through the air yeah, 178 uh, a record a record for a quarterback rushing 170 wow. yards yeah some of those runs are spectacular yeah. Too. yeah yeah three touchdowns passing and one rushing so four touchdowns he had 106.7 rating i mean he's looking like a franchise quarterback you know, and it's no. not traditional. It's no, it's it's not traditional way. In the non traditional way, he he's. I mean, you can look around the league. There's not that many quarterbacks that that are playing to his level in the last couple games. Yeah. Um, it's like he woke up against the Patriots. Passing's huh? not good. He basically yeah. woke up against yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, and they found some different we, ways to use him. We unleashed him. Brutal. Ooh. They figured out how to use him. That he's he's a running back first and a quarterback second, which they started that's what calling. Chicago's figured out. It's just that's that's a that's a tough recipe for success over an extended period of time, as we found out time they and time again. Receiver too, didn't they? They got Chase Claypool. Oh, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Chase, Chase Claypool, Cole Komet, um, Mooney, Nikhil. Nikhil, Nikhil our boy. Game? He did jack shit. He had one catch for six yards. So, yeah, he, yeah. They, he sounds like him. He plays. He's not doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another great, great game. Uh, a little bit sloppy, but a surprising finish. New York Jets pulling one out against Buffalo. Uh, how about that? Great game. Zach Wilson, who looked, he looked unplayable against the Patriots two weeks ago. And he goes out and, and knocks off the best team in the NFL, arguably. Yeah, I mean, he played okay. I would say it's much more about the defense of the Jets, uh, what they were allow, able to do to Allen, that offense, which really gives me a lot of hope for our op- our defense against them. I figured they'd smoke us, but it showed that, hey, you can kind of get to Allen, and he's still, you know, his nine carries, 86 yards, two TDs. He passed only two. He, got, he had two interceptions, so... They got to him. Their offensive line didn't look great in this game where it's looked pretty good. Uh, the Jets' defensive line just kind of tossed them around, and it was pretty impressive. Uh, and then Allen yeah. at the end of the game kind of hurt his elbow, so that's that's another interesting development. See what happens there. Uh, you know, His status unknown for this weekend. They're playing the 7-1 and one Vikings this weekend. Though. He like hurt his arm, it looked bad, and then he threw an absolute fucking rocket like three plays later. Yeah, he's got a UCL injury, which I know if you're a pitcher in baseball, that's like Tommy John status. You know, like 
Yeah. So whether or not he plays this next week, I don't know. But I haven't seen him play that badly in a couple years now. 18 for 34, 205. Two interceptions, got sacked five times. He had a 46.8 rating. Um, and he's their entire running game, really. Yeah. I mean, the next best guy is Singletary. Eight carries for 24 yards. I mean, if you can keep him in check, Josh Allen, as far as, like, getting out. And he's such a he's such a beast. He's such a big guy. If you can stop him from, from scrambling, I think you have a you're pretty good chance to beat them. Although, it's a big man, ask. That team is so stacked. That team is so stacked, man. I'm even even defensively, they're a good team. But the Jets had a really nice game plan for them. Um, Sauce Gardner continues to be he might be the best corner in the league as a rookie. He's playing the best, <laughs> you know. So yeah. um, he's on the short list. He's on the short list, man. He's a really good player. Yeah. And even with these two divisional losses that the Bills have accrued, by the way, they're 0-2 in the division. They have not won a divisional game so far this season. Bills. Best division in football. But It's funny to say. It's crazy. We are the best division in football. They're only one game uh, ahead in first place. Um, And that's because of, uh, well, you could argue, they're 6-2. And and the Jets, and they've, they've already had their bye. So the Jets are six and three. Miami six and three. We're five and four. Yeah, um, it's right there. It's, it's all right there. Yeah. So if they lose their next game, and we win, we're six and four. They're six and three, and we've had our bye. You know, it's it's doable. We got no I chance. Don't think. I, I just yeah. I know. <laughs> we've got if no you look chance. At the talent. The talent gap is huge there. I think. Um, but they're going to smoke the Patriots. When the Bills play the Patriots, you think so? Still after that Jets game? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know if they'll I score a ton of points. I don't know, we'll man. We'll give them the ball. We'll Maybe we the figure ball some shit so out quickly. there. They're... I don't think we handle quarterbacks that move. I don't think we can do that. Oh, you're right. I mean, they get. Do Here's we what don't... I worry about with the Pats is we don't move the chains enough. You know, so our defense is going to have to play the entire game. Right, you and those guys move the ball, man. So it's tough, man. It's a, it's a, it's gonna be a lingering thing, you know. Yeah. Until until we I get should mention, coaches in here. Yeah, right. We need that. Can you pick up? Is there's no trade deadline for coaches, right? Let's pick somebody up. Let's pick somebody up, huh? Offensive coordinator. I don't care. You really jumped on that idea. Who huh? it is? Oh, I've been thinking it the whole time. <laughs> Because they said, "How about Frank Reich?" They were yes, bring him in. There was a report. Yes, bring him in. <laughs> uh, there was a report early in the season, and basically saying Bill has acknowledged that if the offense kind of doesn't do, you know, doesn't continue to progress in the way that they hope, he might bring someone in. That was back well, in week one. You know who is one of the best offensive coaches in recent memory? Who is on the market? who I would love to see come in as a consultant, maybe a, a coaching coaching assistant. Who? Sean Payton. Wouldn't that be unbelievable? Oh, my God, that'd be Dude, awesome. That'd be fucking incredible. And you couldn't Wouldn't that be unbelievable? He just whipped that, everybody man. into shape. I would love it. Yeah. Oh, God. He's got a ton of respect for Bill. Bill has the same for him. Oh, un- unreal. That would be amazing. Kind of like when Josh McDaniels got fired and then he came in here and was like, part of the staff in the in the playoffs yeah that's not i want happen. that type of thing with Sean. bring him in it's not gonna happen dude belichick, obviously not i'm dreaming yeah belichick is committed to this for some reason and it's like 
why are you committed to this? You know, why are you? Yeah, what what forcing this? It's, it's not. Forced. It's it so is so forced, dude. It's and it's at the expense of a season. Because if you had a good it offense really right now, aggression of a franchise quarterback. I thought that that Mac Jones coming into this season. I mean, he doesn't need to win you games necessarily, but he's not gonna he's not gonna kill you. And and this year he's killing you. Yeah, and, you know, and it wasn't only us that thought that. Bill was raving about him in the offseason. Oh, yeah, he's putting in a ton of work. He looks great. He's picking up things faster than we expected. It's like, where has that quarterback been? That's clearly coaching. You know? He's clearly regressed. It's Confidence. a huge regression. Confidence, yeah. Confidence I mean, issue. Definitely. At this, point, at this point, I mean, you have to reassess this in the offseason. You're not going to – the Patriots aren't going to do it in the middle of the season, but they might even have to look at quarterback. I w- First of all, I believe in taking quarterbacks every year in the draft, but I, I just don't know. I just don't know where they yeah. go from here. <laughs> okay, some of the other games this weekend. Uh, one of them sticks out, former Patriots quarterback, if only he would come back. Tom Brady has a difficult three and a half quarters against the Rams. The Rams are basically dead in the water. That team is bad, just flat bad. out bad. And mm-hmm. they give Brady 40 seconds, and he comes down and wins the game on him. Classic. Classic. Just throws daggers down the middle of the field. That was beautiful. That was a thing of beauty. I, I felt so happy for him, just that he could be out there in the two-minute drill do it. and do it like that so forget easily. about everything else, all the, all the BS swirling around in the news and his life and yada, yada, yada. And yep. you knew he was out there 1,000% focused on the present moment. I was like, well, that's mm-hmm. good. That's exactly what he wanted. That's why he came back. Yeah, well, and it worked out for him. It did work out. It was nice yeah, to see. That drill was this week. unbelievable. That was vintage Brady. With yeah. like a minute left, just forty seconds the ball down the field. The, no uh, timeouts. Perfectly set up for him. Yeah, oh, just throwing, yeah. throwing BBs, throwing daggers, taking down the Rams. And then the Sunday night game. I wasn't too enthused about it. Well, I think we second. we had some high hopes that Derrick Henry was going to take over this game. Titans traveling to Kansas City. And one of the things we mentioned before was there's there's not that many good teams in the NFL. And you're like, ah, oh, in the AFC, maybe there's like two teams that we feel confident are good. And those two teams are the Bills and Chiefs, and the Bills lose to the Jets, and the, the Chiefs need overtime and a couple lucky yeah. breaks to beat the Titans. Mm-hmm. It's like even even the teams that we know are good aren't playing that good. Yeah, Mahomes yeah. had 68 attempt passing attempts in that game. I know when, like it's you a, said, it went like to overtime. It's like the second most all time. It's fucking it insane. was his rushing attempts that made the difference. Yeah. I think that's the second most attempts of, of all time, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. That's stat, a, but that's a, a massive number. Those are arena football numbers. Yeah. I that's mean, the Chiefs much. Chiefs look, you know, they both look like they could bleed a little bit more than we expected, which kind of happens at this point in the season. Uh, Titans, sadly, you know, their quarterback situation looks terrible. I don't know if Tannehill hurt, but they're kind of like, he doesn't look that hurt. I don't he's know. He's mystery hurt. On. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's, he's the it's the quiet benching. Yeah, yeah, because well, he wasn't even dressed. Benching. If it's a benching, he was he wasn't even dressed. That was weird. So it was nice to see the Chiefs almost lose. I wanted them to lose, but honestly, bigger biggest shocker for me was earlier in the day with the Raiders losing to the Jaguars. Raiders are two and six Another team game. that I thought was going to be really good. They were up seventeen nothing. Was it that much? Yeah, yep. seventeen nothing. How many times yeah, it was. with this team? Uh, Josh McDaniels might lose this. Nothing. He might get fired in season. You think he gets fired soon? No, no. This could take maybe at the end of the year, back. though. 
I want him back. I mean, I'd, I'd take him I back at this like, point. I'd He'd be better than fucking Matty P. Wow, I can't believe I heard JJ just say that. He wants I, Josh McDaniel. I mean, I, he's I, better I, than what we got, sadly. I was excited to move on so from him. He's so much better but, than what we got. I know, had a lot of problems with his play calling over the last few years, but I would take him back in a heartbeat. Like, this offense just seems confused. Um, but they, the Raiders have been up like 17-3, 20-3 against multiple teams. I think it's three or four times this year. And they've found a way to lo- lose the game. Um, Adams had a huge first half. I don't think he caught the ball in the second half at all. No. I think he had nothing in the second half. yards in the first half. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to get that guy involved a little bit? In Did the you hear what he half? said after? After the no, game? What? He basically said, you know, when something's working and then you go up and then you stop doing it completely and the other team, like, gets ahead, like, why not just keep doing what you've been doing? Basically saying, like, hey, I caught 146 yards and two touchdowns in the first half and then you didn't fucking throw the ball to me again because you were playing conservative. Like, keep throwing the damn ball to me. It's like, yeah, you're paying this dude $25 million a year. Literally on pace to break the receiving record for yards in a game and you don't give him the ball in the second half one time. It's like, unbelievable. I don't know. I don't know. What are we doing here? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a mess out there in Vegas. Josh McDaniels really dug himself a hole two and six. All, although they do have a better point differential on the season than the five and three Los Angeles chargers. Really? So they're, they're playing close games. They're just blowing them. They're just blowing them. They're blowing them. Uh, okay, so that's – I mean, I, I think we, we pretty much covered last weekend's games. A lot of teams on a bye. We had six total teams on a bye last week. This this upcoming week, only four, which includes both the Patriots and the Jets. So both teams will be well-rested Wow, going into their matchup next week, week 11. One thing that I was kind of bummed about is that we're playing – they get a bye week to basically digest their win over the Bills. Because I feel like, I don't know if you saw Robert Sala celebrating after the game. It wasn't like really over the top, but you could tell this was a huge deal for them. Oh, yeah. Beating the Bills. Big it should be. I mean, it's. It should be. Big but big. I was kind of hoping if we got them the week after that, I feel like there was going to be a letdown game for them. It still might happen at, coming out of the bye. Maybe they get their heads get big. We're six and three. We're in the playoff hunt. Let's go out and party a, a couple extra hours, a couple extra nights, whatever it is. So we, we might have that working for us, maybe an immature team with a younger coach. That might help mm-hmm. uh, coming up forward. Next week, we'll do, we'll do a, another podcast where we actually dig into that game in more detail. Um, but coming up this weekend, I really think it's, it's highlighted by that Vikings-Bills game. Bills have a lot oh, to yeah. play for in this game coming off that loss. Vikings 7-1, they beat the Commanders last weekend in a game that was surprisingly close. It's not like the Vikings are knocking anybody's socks off right now. Seven and one on the no, season. Yeah. Kirk they're Cousins good. dancing with his chain <laughs> on the plane. He broke out. You like that after he beats his old team in Washington there. Yeah. I mean, th- that game seems like the highlight of the weekend. Who you guys got yeah. in Orchard Park? Josh Allen status up in the air entirely. Case oh. Keenum, former Viking, is the backup there in Buffalo. The worst game for me to pick of all time. I don't want either of the tie, tie. What a tie! Tie, tie. No, you want I'm it to tie? 
Well, it depends on <laughs> Josh Allen's status. Large no, I'd probably rather the Vikings Josh win. Allen's. Well, yeah. If Why Josh... wouldn't you? Shut up over there. Right. If Josh Allen's healthy, though, I think that's, you know, I think the Bills are still the better team. Um, but, you know, crazier things have happened. I, I, I guess if he's not playing, I'll go Vikings. I yeah. I don't believe in Case Keenum. I think the same, but yeah, the Bills have the big edge, especially if Josh oh, yeah. Allen's playing. Mm-hmm. Seattle and Tampa Bay meeting up in Germany. Germany. First what? game on German soil, Tom Brady's going to be there. No way. Mm-hmm. He's Yeah, he's playing Geno Smith, who's got an extra three time zones to adjust to oh, going to Central Europe there. my God. Yeah, what's that? A twelve? How, how far is that flight? 12 hours? 15 hours? From Seattle. It's, it's probably pretty close to that. Holy shit. Yeah extremely legit jet lag for the Seattle Seahawks who've been playing extremely well first in the NFC West by two games which is unbelievable the uh, defense looks pretty good now it's pretty Um, stunning they're gonna try to get after Tom Brady we mentioned the offensive line has had some issues for the Buccaneers it's kind of a toss-up I I think it might be a pick-em game yeah I kind of like Seattle I think they're playing really well um, running game looks good. Uh, not so much passing game, but their defense looks fairly decent too. Um, uh, at least against the pass, it does. Um, is, where is it in Munich? Yeah, I believe Munich. Yeah, Allianz Stadium probably. That's probably uh, Bayern Munich Stadium. That's that's a huge place. I think it holds over six figures. Uh, I don't know though. You know, Tom Brady, big platform. Think I think Tom Brady might take that one. Yeah, they're going to be going nuts. They're going to be going nuts for Brady out there in Germany, I'm sure. And uh, I think I think he wins. I think he wins. I don't think he goes all that way out there and not win. So that's a bias. Is that a turnaround game for them? You think? For the Bucks, I feel like that that's got to build some momentum. The way they won that game, yeah, a little confidence. Feeling right? They haven't had a good feeling in a few weeks. You know, no, they they needed that. They needed that. Um, Not that many other really intriguing games. I think Cleveland at Miami is oddly an interesting game. Miami coming off a difficult time defending uh, the Chicago Bears. Cleveland coming off a a drubbing two weeks ago against the Bengals. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Browns had the bye week last week, so they got some extra time to prepare for this game. I could see that being a really tight game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, um, I feel like Miami's Dolphins look pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they look I mean, good. Miami, I feel. Right? Uh, yeah, it's in Miami. I feel like they're giving up the run. Miami and Nick Chubb's coming in and taking damn on it damn well. So, I hope he goes off. And yeah, I mean, all the AFC teams, we need them all to fucking lose. So, bring them all down. <laughs> bring them all down a peg. That'd be great. It's a Thursday night game. Falcons Panthers in That's Carolina. Good. Falcons Panthers. Yeah. Judging by recent history, the Falcons only play entertaining games, so I think I might tune in for this one. I might too. Yeah, I think, I think the Falcons take that one. Um, <clears throat> Lions coming off a win against the Packers. They're playing the Bears. Uh, Bears look good, man. Bears look good. Packers suck. Huh? Packers, Packers are quickly approaching like territory of games we don't even talk about right because they're just yeah. fucking 
terrible. Cowboys. Three and six. Three and six right now. They're on a five-game losing streak. Unbelievable. Do you remember how pumped we were when we, like, not pumped, but we were like, oh, yeah, we took the Packers to overtime. Like, does that hold any water anymore? I don't think so. No. Zip. Nothing. Yeah. They look terrible. terrible. Nine points against the Lions. What are we doing? What the the fuck are you guys doing over there? That's Aaron Rodgers-led team. Yeah. Dude, just Against the worst defense in the NFL. Go away. And they're playing the boys this week who are the best. So they're going to get absolutely fucking destroyed. Yeah, they're going to get crushed. If the Raiders Niners is a great game, dude. That is. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a fun game. I'm going to be tuning into that one for sure. That's a Sunday Chargers night Chargers Niners. Sunday night football. Oh, yeah. Jimmy yeah. G is even Steven up there. He is just steady Eddie. And then you got Justin Herbert who could go off at any moment. Yeah. We've just been waiting. Just been. I've been waiting most of the season for Justin Herbert to just explode. Yeah, this would be a perfect opportunity. Although that defense is premier for the Niners I don't know when they're if it's healthy. Coming just just looking at all the guys that are missing for the Chargers, I don't know if that's coming, especially this week against the Niners and that defense, uh, albeit very banged up. Um, they're gonna get Jason Verrett back. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I'm losing faith in the Chargers. I wish I wasn't, but I think the Niners are probably take that one they should take that one it's in san francisco i believe right correct yeah so yeah i think the niners should take that one especially with herbert they got some fourth in the nfl in passing yards yeah and it's disappointing too like it's a disappointing fourth you know (laughs) yeah yeah very funny we got um i think that that's about it. About it. <laughs> this I mean, week's schedule. I mean, we don't need to talk about the Jaguars, Broncos. No, Monday night. Command the Raiders. Co- Raiders. Colts. If the Raiders can't get a win over this, they're they're done. If if they lose this game, we said the I, same thing last week. Well, if they lose this game, I wouldn't be surprised if McDaniel gets fired. <laughs> Seeing the Colts get their coach fired, I think that could do it. That Why would be like the earliest firing. I think Urban Meyer lasted longer. Than nine we, games. I don't know. We've already had firings this year, didn't we? Yeah, but they weren't first year head coaches. First year, yeah. Yeah, rule right. was a couple years in. Yeah. I don't know, man. Josh. Most Josh, guys Josh. make it one year, that at team, least. That team's got a lot of pieces, you know, to be just giving away games like they are. They I'm just cut sure. Jonathan Abram this week. Really? For, former first rounder. What happened to him? Safety. He's he can't cover a single person. He's a linebacker. Well, there's a place. There's a place for that though. Like, you know, speed. They they didn't find linebackers. You know, I guess not. Um, Commanders Eagles Monday night. You guys gonna watch that? I feel like that that's unwatchable. Yeah, that should blow out right. Commanders is somebody gonna. Can somebody make the Eagles play from behind, please? Can anybody just get an early lead, figure trick plays, figure out what you got to do to go up 10 points on that team in the second quarter? Yeah. I mean, Anything. Like, please force them to throw the ball. I don't think it's the Commanders. The schedule. They have the Commanders, then the, then the Colts, then the Packers. They don't have a real test till I guess, the Titans. Yeah. And then Is the that Giants. a test? Man, they, is that they, a test? Who are they going to lose to? 
And they got to play schedule. Dallas again, right? The Giants. Do they have to play Dallas Christmas Eve? They play One... the Cowboys, and they play the Giants Man, twice. But other than that, it's like Bears, Titans, Saints. Yeah, not too Packers, good. Colts. Like they could have a really good record going into the postseason. They could be yeah. like, yeah, sixteen and one, fifteen and two. Yeah, literally. Oh yeah, they're probably going to be. They're going to fifteen get or sixteen week. wins. They're complete too. They have. They can beat you in the run game. They can beat you in the pass game. They have really good DBs. They have a pass rush. They're just a fucking solid team, man. Um, that's that's the team in the NFC to beat. Definitely. There's really Without no one else. Yeah. I would not be surprised. The Cowboys, you don't know. The Cowboys could could reach another level yeah. now that you got Dak back. Maybe. They could. They won't, they but could. they could. They could, yeah. I think the Giants take one of those games, right? I would hope The so. Giants, I'm, I'm very interested to see what Wink Martindale dials up as for that defense to take on the Eagles. How? What are they going to do to attack them? I, I had high hopes for the Saints defense under Dennis Allen to put something together against mobile quarterbacks. They played Lamar Jackson on Monday night and got threshed. So I have much less hope in the Saints defensively no. against this type of offense. Yeah. This but is, uh... the Titans, Titans did it to Mahomes. They really frustrated him. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, the Titans defense is, is interesting. Uh, do they, they still have Jeffrey Simmons over there, right? Yeah, he's the man in the middle. Yeah, he's an animal. He's an absolute animal. I don't know, man. The Eagles are so loaded. The Bears? Yeah, could, they they, could the Bears beat them? I don't know. You just yeah, got to make Jalen Hurts into a pocket passer. Yep. If you could do that, and you really need to be – you need to have the lead in the game to do that and then be yeah. really, really disciplined rushing the mm-hmm. rushing the passer. Yeah, so we're halfway through the season. Um what do you guys think? You think we we can do this? We I, we can make the playoffs here? Or what's what's your what's your kind of percentage that we make the playoffs at this point? Because we're fourth in our division, but there's two wild cards, right? Three, yeah, three wild cards. Three wild cards. So three wild cards, and uh, I can pull this up right now. But w- our division needs to play itself like a twice lot. over. Yeah, a lot. So, so yeah. the Bills have four games in division. Everybody else has three games remaining in the division. So there's a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. to pick up some some like real immediate stake in uh, in those standings. Before the mm-hmm. season, I thought the Pats were going to be seven and ten, and we already got five wins. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. I was looking yeah. in the future. I think we're going to have a great time against the Vikings because we attack the quarterback so well. It's really the only thing we do exceptionally. And that's the Achilles heel of Kirk Cousins led team. So I think something like that is is a good opportunity for us. I think we're gonna get battered up by the Bills. But I mm-hmm. think we have a good chance to win five games. I think so too. And I think that's gonna get you into the playoffs. I think so, so too. I think the chances are probably seventy percent we make the playoffs. I just have good faith in this defense. Yeah. I, I mean think, I Sean, think we're a nine win team. I think I mean I think five wins is optimistic, but I think it's real, you know, somewhat realistic too. If you can take one of the Bills games or, you know, 
beat the Vikings or the Jets. Don't Jet- rely on that. Well, yeah, and even if that doesn't happen, I mean, you still you got to beat the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Vikings, and the Jets, which doesn't sound – I mean, none of them are world beaters by any sense of the word. word. You know, Bills are your hardest test. I don't think – you know, the Cardinals look like shit. Uh, yeah. The Raiders look like shit. Cardinals, Raiders. So. I think we get at least. There's a few easy wins in there. Two. And. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine. I don't think I'd be surprised if we drop another one of Miami. And I think we I think we take care of business against the Jets again. Important so. to note that Miami game in Foxborough on New Year's Day. Yeah. In the. That's a tough home. spot for them. Yeah. Definitely. I think I think we're looking at eight and nine or nine and eight. I think ten's very optimistic. I think you can beat so we have the Jets and the Dolphins. We, I think we won one of those games. And then we have the Cardinals and Raiders. I think we win both of those games. We should win both those games. Hopefully. Yeah. So that's three. What does that bring us to eight? And then hopefully yep. you can get one against the uh the Vikings or the Bengals. One one or the other. And that'll get you to nine. Um, and then it's kind of a crapshoot. We'll see where the other teams land, and um, how the uh, how the playoff picture stacks up. Right? Yeah. Still, it's it's better than we thought it was going to be two months ago. It does. Uh, it it is. is. And if you look at what it the is. offense has done, I mean, it it feels pretty good to see us with a winning record with this anemic offense. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I no thought. Joke. I mean. If we can turn our offense around and make them middling, I think we could get to nine, ten wins. Yeah, honestly. So hopefully they can figure it out. That's the biggest thing: play calling, mm-hmm. play selection, setting things up. I mean, they really got to figure it out on offense. And if they do, I think we're in good shape. There you go. Right. There you go. And one more positive note: Patriots have a plus thirty-seven point differential this season. That's better than the seven and one Vikings. Really? That's crazy. Positive note. That's crazy, dude. I mean, yeah. This this last one really helped us, and I th- I think in that category, this yeah. last one really helped us. Last one and, and the Lions shutout. Those really account for basically all yeah. of it. Yeah, twenty nine, twenty nine zip. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, one like that. And the thirty eight fifteen against the, the the Browns. That that was pretty nice too. Yeah. All right. I think we can wrap it up here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week to preview the the huge matchup inside the AFC East against the Jets, both coming off a bye. Let's mm-hmm. see who can scheme up a better game, Belichick or Robert Sala. Who you're yeah. going to put your money on. Uh, so thanks for listening, and we will talk to you then. See ya. All right, guys. See ya. Adios. Nice.